this week's episode of Family Fast and Furious Supercharged Feud will not be seen in order to bring you the following. You've just tuned into That Really Swell Podcast. The voice of all things themed entertainment. Welcome to episode number four of that really swell podcast. If you're new, welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back to the shenanigans. My name's Julie. I'm your host. I'm here with my very good friend and co-host, Alex. Hi. AKA Hi. Mr. Baker Mouse. Hi. 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 In today's show, we're going to continue. Hi. 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 He doesn't socialize very much. No, not at all. <laughs> so we're going to continue our then and now season, and we're headed back over to Epcot. Epcot Center. Ep- Epcot. Center. Epcot Center. <laughs> and with it being an Epcot episode, I'm just going to put out there that Alex, at some point, is going to get angry, irate, disgruntled, because he has a huge passion for Epcot. Look, hand to heart, I promise I will not lose my mind over original classic perfect Epcot Center. I don't trust it. All right, so we're headed over to Epcot and we're going to go to World Discovery. I'm sorry, what is that? Uh, World, future world. Uh, Say it again. What used to be uh-huh. Future World, but is currently World Discovery. A Future World, that I get, yes. yes. But I don't know what this back. World Discovery, that sounds so we're stupid. Going. Did you okay. make that up? Oh my gosh, no. Oh, okay. That's the actual name. No, it's not. That's so <sighs> stupid. <laughs> world Discovery. Did you just promise, I mean, we haven't recorded that you made a promise, uh-huh. not minutes ago yeah. that you weren't going to be a curmudgeon about this uh-huh. i'm not okay we're headed to my toes were crossed since it's a then and now series they can't be crossed because i broke something <laughs> it's impossible anyway um we're had you have to listen to the first episode <laughs> um so we're going to Future World, and I'm going to call it Future World because that's what it was called back then, and we're going to the then part of the then and now series. We're going to be exploring what used to be the Horizons attraction. Horizons. The greatest attraction ride in the history of any theme park on planet Earth since the creation of time. Um, and we're also going to talk about... Have you been on it? Right. Have you been on it? No. Okay, then. I'm not saying an opinion, but it is a opinion. It's no, not it's, a fact. It is a fact. It's factual. It's not a fact. It's factual. All right. You've done so much complaining after promising not to There complain are no complaints. I've done okay. a lot of pushing. 
So we're going to talk about horizons first, and then we'll go into the now part of our then and now, which will be mission space. So back to future world. <laughs> the day is October 1st, 1983, 12 years after the grand opening of Magic Kingdom Park, just one year after Epcot's grand opening. Horizons is located between World of Motion and the Universe of Energy, yeah. which in our last show, we spoke about the Universe of did Energy. Did we? I don't remember. We did. We did. <laughs> we talked about the Universe of Energy and Cosmic Rewind. Another episode where you got very upset. Well, that would be not entirely true. I didn't get upset about, get upset about everything. That I, I was just passionately speaking my heart. Yeah, tomato, tomato. So, <laughs> Horizon was, in a sense, it was supposed to be the sequel to Magic Kingdom's Carousel of Progress. Mm -hmm. And if you're familiar with the Carousel of Progress, it follows a family as they live throughout the 20th century. So Horizons was supposed to kind of continue that, um, focusing on the story of the family through the 21st century and yeah. how they might live throughout that. Um, which, I, I, okay, I've never been on Horizons. Mm -hmm. Never. I've seen videos and all that stuff. I've never been on Horizons. But I think that concept is pretty cool that there is, in a way, continuing the story of the Carousel of Progress. Yeah, that alone is kind of cool. This is not me fangirling at the moment. But now that you say that, I hadn't thought about it before. It's kind of cool to have a ride that has a sequel. Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, because Carousel, I don't know um, how... Well, I know Alex is like a massive fan of Horizons, right. but I don't know the reception of that particular ride, but I know Carousel of Progress is a really popular mm. ride within the Disney community. And to have a sequel to that, I think that's pretty, pretty cool. So, I mean, I can't, I can't really speak about Horizons since I've never been. What? Why do you fangirl over that so much? Like, what is the, what is your draw to Horizons? Why is it such a great ride? Well, it's not just or me. Was was such a is, great ride? Is it still exists? Yeah. Okay. You know where it exists? In your mind. Here. It exists here for all of us. People have plenty of rides they love now, but they still talk about Horizons. Those who went on it, anyways. But uh, it was great. It was a lot of first on that ride that we hadn't seen before prior to all the years, you know, on uh, Disney rides or theme park rides in general. Well, one, the uh, ride vehicle itself, the ride system wasn't your standard moving forward. Your vehicle was sideways. So you were always facing the ride or the uh the scenes in the ride, you were always facing them. You weren't moving forward, you were moving sideways throughout the whole like, attraction. Is it like Carousel of Progress? Like you're watching the stage and yeah. then you're kind of like moving? Yeah, but in the ride vehicle way, which is pretty okay. cool. So you could fit like four, three or four, <laughs> five if you're really skinny people in there. Uh, <laughs> it was that, it was the amount of animatronics in there was mind boggling. Like. There was so much to see in there. It was impressive. 
And then also one of the biggest aspects was the end of the ride that uh, you could pick your ending. Is it like in Spaceship Earth where you can like choose your, um, where they have you touch the screen and you choose like your future and stuff like that? Like yeah. make little choices, like a Mad Libs, but. <laughs> yeah, sort of like that, but uh, Horizons did it way before that. And that was mm -hmm. pretty cool. Wow. It, uh, I'm thinking back to the videos I've seen on it. It, it kind of like how you're describing it. It seems like Carousel of Progress, but watching the videos, are you familiar with the um, the Seas with Nemo and Friends in Epcot? Right. Like the Omnimover one? Yeah. Is Was it like that? That like, it, it kind of like is the Omnimover, like the cart, the car, the ride vehicle, and then you're just like, slowly going through each scene right you're slowly going through but actually instead of it being on the connected to the ground it was hanging on a track which is also kind of cool. oh really yeah that's pretty neat um well the the original ride concept came from reginald jones who at that time was the ceo of general electric um, and Jack Welsh, who would be the future CEO of General Electric, the concept of the ride was to focus on Thomas Edison and his work along right. with GE. Um, I think, I mean, that's so, see, as an older person now, I wish I would have really appreciated um, Epcot that back then. Yeah. Because looking back at it, there's like, it's a... Well, it's cool to learn stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> but in a fun way, you know. Well, that's it. That's my point. That's like it's stuff you don't see anymore, and I don't mean like Disney and Genesis. Just stuff you don't see anymore. Period. To have that quality of craftsmanship with the entertainment in a theme park. Yeah, I mean, but then you also have to think of the current generations mm -hmm. and what appeals to the current generation. Yeah, they don't know anything. It would be nice to just have like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <sighs> this is the future. <laughs> this is the future we're talking about. Yeah. I told you, it's an Epcot episode. Alex is going to be very angry and irate. That's not angry. And, That's oh, not my gosh. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so the concept of Horizons was changed to focus more on the future of America, a theme that changed, again, with respect to appeal of the global audience. Mm -hmm. So the building that housed Horizons was designed to um, resemble a spaceship. Yeah. Um, accentuating the third dimension, uh, giving the impression to an infinite horizon, hence the name Horizons. <sighs> Moment of silence. Um, <laughs> so uh, in June of 1993, General Electric announced it would not renew the sponsorship of Horizons. Uh, this happens a lot. Uh, it happens so much with theme parks. Yeah. like. These sponsors, they pull out after X amount of years. Yeah. I don't know like what's what's going on. Well, they want to keep it fresh too for their company, so they don't want yeah. to be represented by things that are getting or turning obsolete, right? Yeah, the, I mean, I guess. Um, but it's funny because when they announce, it's like 
the perfect storm because when General Electric announced that they were not going to continue sponsoring Horizon, like the ride started falling apart yeah. in a sense. Like it, it started, <laughs> it's like, I cannot go on without General Electric. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Alex, on January 9th, 1999, Horizons closed its doors permanently. No, no. You, what do you mean, no? <laughs> you can't just say no. It happens. No. no. Yeah. So it, I think a year, over a year came and passed, and that building was unoccupied. Um, and then Disney had to make a very difficult decision. Are we going to re retheme this attraction? Or are we gonna tear it yes. down completely? That or the, are we gonna tear it down completely? I would have been the, the guy in the meeting. in the corner. <laughs> yes, I say we rebuild it. Who said that? The guy that has nobody who's <laughs> paying for this. <laughs> Ignore him. <laughs> don't even, he doesn't even go here. <laughs> I think we okay. can rebuild it with the power of love. You could have said the power of magic, man. This is Disney we're talking about. Oh, wasted opportunity. Love and magic. <laughs> um, Who keeps saying that? So, so, Disney decided to tear it down and build a brand new attraction in its place. Boring, but before we talk about that boring, <sighs> boring new attraction. No, people like it. It's cool. I haven't been on it myself because I'm afraid that uh, I won't make it out. You'll die. Yeah, <laughs> you'll die. <laughs> but not because the attraction is strong, because his heart will break into a million pieces <laughs> that it's not Horizons anymore. <laughs> I don't know which one would come first, though. <laughs> the stroke or the sadness? Yeah. But I want you to get a feel, because you haven't been on Horizons. Yeah. I want you to get a feel for getting on the ride so imagine okay. imagine if you will you enter the attraction and horizons is all about taking a flight into the future and the first thing you see when you walk in well maybe the second thing you see when you walk in is the flight schedule right in front of you like at the airport when you see all the flights laid out am i taking a spaceship sort of it's a shuttle? It's a shuttle slash time machine. And you see this flight schedule in front of you with the blinking lights. And it says now boarding. And it's showing you all the flights that you're going to these different uh, sections of the future. There's three main ones that are in the attraction. But there are other ones posted on the board, which is kind of cool. So immediately you walk in and it feels like, oh, this is cool. I'm going on a flight. Walk down the ramp turn around and then there's these three giant portals or ports and you look through them and they're kind of like uh those you know those kaleidoscope toys that you would have uh-huh but these are like i want to say for me remembering maybe like 60 inch screens with a kaleidoscope mm -hmm. effect showing you okay each one showing you the different areas that you're going to travel into and then you hear a voiceover telling you, like a travel agent, the experience you're going to have in each one of these sections. So as you're mm -hmm. waiting in the queue, you get to hear this and find it out. 
and you keep going, turn the corner, and then you're at the ride vehicles, getting onto a moving ramp, and you get into your sidecar, right, facing sideways, and then you're going smoothly down the track, and then you hear... Horizons One is now departing. Our final destination today, the 21st century. Yeah! <laughs> Nothing. 21st century, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean... <laughs> Did you not hear the, hear the cool voice? Yeah, I heard the cool voice. Um, all right, all right, well, all right, all right, fine, fine. You go through the 21st century. You go through all these different uh -huh. areas. You go through uh, what we thought the future would look like, which is pretty okay. cool. Robots, butler robots, kitchen robots, machines that cut your hair and shine your shoes for you. Like the Jetsons. They're pretty much, there's very much like the Jetsons. Okay. It was kind of cool. And then you get to see how life would be in space in the future. Mm -hmm. In the desert, where they're converting deserts into farmland. And nice. then living under the ocean as well. So that was pretty cool. But then at the end, you got to see all of this stuff, but at the end, you get to experience what it would be like to fly through these different sections. So, you hear a voice that's telling you to pick three flashing lights in front of you. You get to pick which section you want to see projected in front of you so that you can fly through. And it okay. sounded a little something like this. Attention Horizons passengers. You are invited to choose your own flight path back to the future port. Please look down at the lighted panels in front of you. Press one of the three ride choices. Space, desert, or undersea. Everyone can choose. Majority rules. All passengers, make your selections now. And then my hand would get slapped away and my brother would pick one. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> but it said majority rules, right? Yeah. So what if I chose my selection? What if I went through this entire ride uh -huh. and I'm like, okay, this ride, it's not so bad. It's not like boring. Like I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, I get to pick my selection. Right. And then it's not the majority, and then I don't get like I just sit there like this because it's not the one I chose. Talk to the uh, three other people who are sitting so, with okay. you. Okay. So it's a majority in the ride vehicle. In the it's ride not a vehicle. majority of like everybody experiencing. Oh, no, no, no. In, okay. in your ride okay. vehicle. Majority in the okay. ride vehicle. Before we talk about the destruction of this. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, wait. We're not done Oh, wait. Yet. You're not done. Oh, Alex is not done. Not okay. Done I mean, you, Please. you need to Sorry. go. You I'm need kidding, to my mic. <laughs> feel the whole experience. You haven't felt it I don't, yet. I don't think I'm going to. I think you're wasting your time with no, me. No, no, no. Okay. I don't think so. I don't think so. All right. Go. Continue, so then please. You've <laughs> There's just nothing coming out of you. You can't wait to talk about mission space. Nah, I, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but please continue. Well, to... after that awesome 
little experience here. Actually, we you know what? We need the we need the music from Shark Tank right now. Oh, I would tank. I would tank immediately. Please present your your uh, whatever it is. Now it's too much pressure. It's like you're uh, Mr. Wonderful over there. Why don't you just shave your head? You know, those uh, little ride videos, now that I'm thinking about it, they reminded me very much of the Back to the Future ride. Because, you know, mm -hmm. those were all miniature sets. So they would build miniature sets of land, no, excuse me, space, desert, ocean. And they mm -hmm. built this, these massive miniature sets and they ran a motion control camera through those sets to film it. And then they superimposed a little spaceship vehicle that you were in into the video and moved it around to make it look like you were traveling through so that was kind of cool it it wasn't you know cg so it felt very realistic it was tangible because it was real miniature sets mm -hmm. like back to the future uh video uh so then once that's done then you hear the saddest thing in the world which was from all of us thanks for exploring horizons now, please take small children by the hand and watch your step onto the moving belt. The belt and your vehicle are traveling at equal speed. The part that really gets me is take children by the hand. The affection, the love that they had for people. It was amazing. Okay, it has nothing to do with it. They don't want the kids to get hurt. It's affection and love. Affection and love. Got it. All right. So before we talk about the destruction, oh, are you are you done with? Yes, I'm done talking about the greatest ride attraction in the history okay. of the universe since the dawn of time in theme parks. Okay, but wait. Yes. Before we talk about the destruction of it. <laughs> so. <laughs> I love that word. <laughs> um. So. You know how, like, if you go to theme parks very often, you go on specific rides, and then you think, man, I wish I could just, like, go into that part of the ride. Like, in Space Mountain, there's this, it's literally a ball pit in the queue of Space Mountain. Like, you look down, yeah. and there's all these, like, silver balls, and you're like, man, I, I, I just want to jump, jump, jump in there. I just want to jump in there and just be a kid again. I was or thinking like, <laughs> like, I was thinking like I would go with one of my little cousins and like throw them in there. <laughs> the mats oh oh no. <laughs> oh, what has happened? What, I must go shall I do? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, or like if you go on pirates, you want to get out and explore the like little villages yep. and stuff like that. Absolutely. So like, you know. Don't tell him anything. <laughs> I want to go to that lady. Like, Shut up. Like, you know, you get the intrusive thoughts when you go on these rides, yeah. but then you think, okay, I'm not going to get out and I'm not going to go explore as much yeah. as it looks entertaining. I'm not going to go out and grab a cucumber like an idiot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like that's a complete moron. Let's let's not even discuss Cucumber Gate, okay? That's the one that's a different show. You know, I say but, things about people and I joke and I kid and I hope you understand that I'm there kidding. We go. Yeah. But you, you're an idiot, cucumber person. You're an idiot. I'm oh, sorry. Jeez, They probably got banned for life for uh, doing that. You've seen how pristine the sands of the land are, and you're going to just walk on there with your average, like, sneakers that have been touching everything else? Anyway, 
Anyway, yeah, we'll go on. We'll go on further on that one. Back to intrusive thoughts about being on a ride and wanting to just like get out and like just experience the cool sets that they have on all these rides. So for Horizons, there were this, (laughs) there were these gentlemen that they actually did that. Heroes. Heroes. Alex calls them heroes. I do not condone this behavior. <laughs> However, it needs to be discussed because they lived out the intrusive thoughts that the average person has when they go on these theme park rides. Chief and Hoot. Chief and Hoot. Chief and Hoot. Horizons Chief. Legends. Unfortunately, Chief has passed away. Um, but Chief and Hoot... Okay, this was way back before security measures were like as strict as they are right yeah, now. Yeah, you're talking about cameras on the ride, mm-hmm. sensor plates on the floor, sensors, yeah. motion sensors all together. All that's wasn't you know didn't exist for Horizons. Right. Amazingly, Horizons did not have any of that. And being that these two loved the parks and loved the Imagineering so much. They let their intrusive thoughts get the best of them. And they figured out a way to get out of the moving vehicles. Again, I don't condone this. And let's not do this. And they are no, you, way better you, security you measures. Right? You can't. You can't. They'll bum rush you. And they'll escort you. They're, to they're staring at the you. Park. They'll know that you even have oh, a yeah. thought. Just a yeah. thought. And they'll start. They'll know. They'll press the electrocution button in your bride vehicle. They will know. We're talking about years past, before all these security measures were in place. They figured out how to get out of the car, time jumping into other empty cars. Like, it was this, like, advanced just (laughs) thinking that they had. And what they wanted to do, and I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't they spend nights after closure, after the closure of the ride there? Like, um... Uh, after the ride closed and just being in that area and going to the different sets, did they? Well, no, they would, not after it would close or anything like that, but during the day, eight hours a day exploring the ride. Well, not a day, but eight hours <laughs> at a time exploring the ride. Can oh you imagine? Oh my gosh. Could you imagine I, I that? can't imagine. I, I know there's too many things to do, too many things to eat. I couldn't stay there for eight <laughs> hours. But the thing that I thought was Again, I do not condone this behavior. However, what I thought was cool was the fact that when you're on the ride, you only see what the Imagineers want you to see, right? Right. But like, let's say if there is um, a TV or a computer desk that is, you know, facing the ride vehicle, you don't know what's on that TV or you don't know what's on that computer. They got to go and see what was there and there was actually things that there was so much detail yeah. that you as a guest wouldn't see that these two were able to see and document for themselves. Yes. And that actually goes to show you how much thought Imagineers put into their craft, because even if the guests aren't going to see it, yeah, it's, it's not like, there, but it's you know, there. it's crazy. It so I thought that was pretty, I thought that was pretty neat. Well, and, you know, um, a note on that, though, you're saying you don't condone it. I don't condone it either. <laughs> you sure? Sort of. <laughs> because then I'll, I'll say at the same time, I don't... This is one thing I don't understand about Disney. Uh, I never will. Or actually any theme park, really, any of the big theme parks, I don't understand. 
you know those rides like that have a, a real following, like a, almost a cult following. A cult mm -hmm. following. This one has a cult following. How is it that you don't recreate this ride somehow in some fashion? And I don't mean because, of course, it would cost millions to recreate it physically. But we're living in the age of VR. It's like, for me, it's a missed business opportunity. I do not get how you do not have. You have all the plans. They have all the plans. Mm -hmm. How do you not recreate this in 3D for people to experience the attraction again? Well, and you don't know what's in the plans for the future. They could be working on something like that. You have no it's idea. It's been ages. But you don't know. There are you people online who have built basically Magic Kingdom. They're building Epcot. They've been doing it for years. Yeah. They're, they're way ahead of Disney. Well, I don't know. We don't know what they're working on. But yeah, I mean, there's, there is a following. You are one of them. And <laughs> I am one of many. From a, <laughs> I am from one a business of standpoint, there is money to be had. I or am money one to be of made many. From something like that. Yeah. All hail horizons. <laughs> so <laughs> people like Alex, back then, chief and chief and hoot, hoot, hoot. <laughs> chief and hoot, who loved the ride that, uh, they decided to just explore it, you know? And um, yeah, I wonder how, I have to look it up. I wonder what their feelings were on after, the, uh, what their feelings were after the demolition of that attraction. Oh, they were they, they were devastated. That was their favorite like, attraction. See, the, the only time actually that they went back, and this is the whole reason we know them, that they went back to document it is when they heard it was going to be demolished. Okay, they, so this is after the fact. They kept all of that info for themselves, and after the fact, they started like um, releasing no, it. No, 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 no. They were wait. they were fans of the ride. They wrote it over and over and over and over and over and over they again. They did this after they found out they were going to remove the ride. Exactly. That's when they started like yeah. exploring the whole yeah. building and stuff. That's, okay, that's when they said, "Holy cow!" Well, as a matter of fact, I'll go back one step. They heard the attraction was closing down, mm -hmm. and then it, the close down came very quickly, and they had regrets. They were like, oh, man, we really didn't take any photos or anything. Then they heard about the reopening, the temporary reopening, and they, okay. then they said, this is our chance. Let's go. And then they started oh documenting. Oh, gosh. That's crazy. And it's, you know, their research, if you yes. want to call it that. Their research is still out there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Their website is still active. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and um, even though the ride is no longer, yeah, they have that piece of history, you know, that you won't really, stuff you won't really find anywhere else. No, and you won't get yeah. that from any other ride. I just find it interesting also from a standpoint that you get to kind of really explore the mindset of the Imagineer and how they did things. Mm -hmm. You don't really get that with yeah. anything else, unless you're watching some kind of uh, special like the, uh, the Imagineering story, story mm -hmm. which even then they only show you what they want you to what see. What they want you to see. Yeah, but and then, you know, like in the instance of these two gentlemen, it's like you see that there are no shortcuts to be taken, right. like from the Imagineers. They don't take any shortcuts, which is cool, you know, because it's not just 
uh, things are not just displayed what they want the guest to see, mm -hmm. like stuff that we don't see, they still put a ton of work into yeah. it, which is interesting. I mean, yes. pretty cool. Yes, they took no shortcuts on that ride. <laughs> or other rides. <laughs> um, so now the part of the show that I've been uh, dragging for your benefit. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. You say dragging uh, for my benefit. I think you've been stalling for your benefit. No. I'm going to stretch that death out real good. <laughs> so, for the first time in Disney history, the demolition of a ride building, making way for a new attraction, took place in July of 2000. 2000. Goodbye, Horizons. Yes. Those and photos are on a line as well, and those are painful photos to see. The demolition of the building. Yes. So they tore down the Horizons building to make way for the new attraction, Mission Space. Mission Space. Mission Space. Construction for Mission Space began in late 2000. So they spend, like, they don't waste any time. Mm -hmm. They took down, they demoed a Horizons building, and they started building for Mission Space in late 2000. And the attraction opened in 2003. Yeah. So now we're moving on. To mission space fine whatever so i went on mission space alex has never been on mission space i went on mission space when it first opened and uh i am by no means an astronaut <laughs> but i do want to say in my opinion mm -hmm. this ride is so well done, so well done. And it puts you in the, like you feel, you feel like you're going to space. Like everything from the minute you get into the um, the spacecraft, uh, all, all your senses, like, I mean, everything, you are immersed in yeah. that. It, what I would think is that environment, I have no idea. This ride is so well done that it was actually too strong for me. <laughs> It was too well done. <laughs> it was a little too well done. Um, my dreams of becoming an astronaut had perished. <laughs> I can't do this in real life. <laughs> I'm going to be an astronaut. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. Um, yeah, I never went on it since then. So I went on it when it first opened. I, yeah. I never went back. I, I want to, but I'm... Uh, I don't... No, I don't think so. If I can't well, handle a roller coaster, not really... I don't think I can handle that. Not even the green. No, no. no. Well, yeah, we'll get there in, in a minute. So about mission space. So the concept is simulating what an astronaut might experience um, when they board the spacecraft. Um, like the centrifugal motion of, of it all. And um, the <laughs> if you're claustrophobic, you don't want to go in there. Mm -hmm. Like... It is really, really confined. Um, and it, I, I just don't, it, it's crazy because you feel like you're actually lifting off the G-force, yeah. everything, like you feel like you're going to space. If it's, I, it's, you know what, insane. you said that, and I think, correct, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I read a fact somewhere that you actually pull more G-forces in there than actual astronauts do. 
I don't know. It's just I have to look that. I mean, I felt like it. <laughs> I think they said you pull more G-force there, but for a oh, shorter man. shorter time than astronauts. More. It's it's crazy. It is crazy. I mean, if you're a thrill seeker and you're not claustrophobic and you don't have motion sickness, if you're in perfect health and you yeah. love thrill rides, this is the ride for you. So when the ride opened in the in the pre-show, you know how Disney loves putting their actors in pre-shows and things like that yep. here and there. We had Mr. Gary Sinise when the ride first opened, Lieutenant Dan himself. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, as some of you might know him. Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. Um, he was in the pre-show. You fly in a um, spaceship. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> So we had Gary Sinise when it first opened, um, but Mission Space and how I described it. And when I went on it, when it first opened, super, super strong. So it's not just a Julie thing. It was so strong. Disney had to like redo the ride and offer a less intense version yeah. of Mission Space. So that came about, the ride opened in 2003, right? The, um, they started offering the less intense version in 2006, so only three years passed. And they were like, all right, uh, this is too strong for people. <laughs> Let's give them an option to ride a more tame version. Was it because yeah. it was too strong for people or was it them saying, hey, boss is uh, kind of tired of cleaning up. Uh, ah, gross. Uh, <laughs> or we need more kids mm -hmm. to experience this. Whatever the reasoning was, in 2006, they started offering a more tame version. So you have the opportunity to ride the the original version as intended, mm -hmm. um, which is Mission Space Orange. Now, Orange. Now, now it's Mission Space Orange. Or you can be Mission Space Green Team, which is the less intense version, which has no spinning. <laughs> I would, I'm scared though. I, I want to say I would go on the green team, but I'm still like. So I thought the green spun, but just slower. You're saying it doesn't spin at all. So it's just the, the rocking back and it's, forth motion. It's less intense training, no spinning on the green team. Uh... So it has the centrifuge, but it doesn't spin right. as much. It's not like crazy spinning like the Okay, so it does spin a little ride. bit. Yeah, not as, I'm, I'm sorry, not no spinning. It doesn't have as much spinning. Or okay, spinning. okay, yeah. It's tame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I was about to get on it, but never mind. <laughs> um, no, they, um, so the. This is the, still spinning, Joy. <laughs> I'll get you for this. So basically, they still spin and pivot. So you have some motion, some motion there, yeah. but not as intense as the um, the original ride, which is the orange right. team. So for anybody listening and wanting to go on Mission Space, but you don't know if you can handle the intensity, Green means go. Green team, stay on the green team if you want the less intense version, okay? Green means go, go on it. If you get on orange, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the original ride, um, orange team. 
So when you would they did think the, that they would flip the colors though, because I thought so too. You know, green and I find green to be. You know, I don't know. I think well, I think visually it's more like the uh, you know when because uh, it's too fast and then you. Uh, Ew. And then, uh, no. no, okay. No. Uh, gross. Well, actually, no. that, that could be orange, too, depending on... Yeah, it depends on, on what you eat. You have to whip. <laughs> <laughs> you have that citrus swirl. Oh, <laughs> God. Over there. <laughs> anyway, unfortunately, along with the re-theme, Lieutenant Dan was no longer. Can we hear so, him? Can we listen to Dan? Let's, let's listen to it. Let's give Lieutenant Dan um, a, a minute. Let's, Lieutenant Dan, awesome. we salute you. Lieutenant Dan. Now you've already been organized into teams, and soon each of you will be assigned a position. Navigator, pilot, commander, or engineer. And the success of your mission will depend on all of you working together as a team. I love his voice. He's, it's just, uh, so, this guy, he's just amazing. I would love to hear him on tape reading Little Red Riding Hood. That would be the greatest thing ever. That would be really good. He'd make anything Children's interesting. Children's audiobook. Children's audiobook. Make anything interesting. He should get on that. <laughs> we favor Gary Sinise in this house. Not this house. Our houses. <laughs> we don't live together. <laughs> but, um, okay, so no disrespect to after 2006. <laughs> But Gina Torres um, started doing the, was in the pre-show. She, she took over for Mr. Gary Sinise. Mm -hmm. And if you're not familiar with her, she was in Firefly, Angel, and Westworld. Um, She's so been all over the place. Miss Gina Torres is, is, the, um, is in the pre-show. Mr. Gary Sinise is no longer. Not in the pre-show. <laughs> not in the pre-show. He's still alive. He's just not in the pre-show. <laughs> yeah, you got but, um, you got dark there for a second. So you wouldn't go on Mission Space Green because it spins a little bit. I I have not paid attention to any of it since I mm -hmm. found out how strong it was. Yeah, I'd have to go back and read because I don't know exactly how much force you're pulling on the green version. Right. I haven't since I haven't thought about it, I haven't bothered. So if I go back and read it and I see that it's something I can maybe handle, maybe I'll try it. I mean, I've done the yeah. Hulk. That's oh, but that, that's not. I mean, okay. See, the Hulk see what I mean. Like, you're not. <laughs> you're not selling it though. <laughs> not like just, I'll go on the Hulk a billion times, but yeah. I will not go on mission speed. Well, that's again. that's my point. You see what I'm saying here? Like, yeah. I can barely do the Hulk. I did yeah. it once, and I did it once because I was doing it as a favor. But right. then to, I don't know. Have, have you ever had an MRI uh, done? No. Okay. So, like, if there was but no I, spinning on this ride, I, th I don't think I would go on it either way because of the, uh, it's, I, I would get claustrophobic yeah, yeah, in yeah. there. The space in there is so confined. Yeah, that like, it's board just, just it's, comes up on you. Oh, <laughs> just thinking about it now, like, and it's been... When did it come out? 2003. Oh, man. It's been almost 20 <laughs> years. And I can still, like, remember being on it. So um, they enclose you very tightly. They spin the crap out yeah. of you. Yeah. Oh, God. What, all that's missing is the tarantula craw crawling the screen in front of you. Jeez. <laughs> oh, man. It's a... Yeah, Imagineers—they—they they really know how to how to put you in the action. 
the new home of the Alex's beloved Horizons attraction. And he never went on mission space. So I can't even ask you which one you would prefer. I mean, I already know the answer, but I mean, yeah, I feel like you would have to experience nope. both of them to give a non-biased opinion. No, actually, I can tell you. It's whatever has animatronics, I'm there. You remove animatronics, I get bored. I get bored. All right, all right. I can, well, I can appreciate it, though, because it's very much in the vein of stuff like Back to the Future, right? Right. Motion simulators or... Uh, Spider-Man's another one. Transformers, I like those. But it's not. It's not the same. I know it's not the same, it's, but I mean, like the yeah. vein of so. Right. I I I bet you. Had it not been so intense, and the rumors about it being so intense, and then it being actually factually intense, had that all been yeah. removed, I would have gone on it. But I wouldn't even thought about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it's a you. But I have those I little know. hesitations. I'm like, eh, I don't know. Right. It's like the perfect storm for me because it's the um, the claustrophobia mm -hmm. and then the motion sickness. Like at that time when it came out, I was a thrill seeker going to parks. And you know, I would go on like all these crazy rides. Yeah. But that's one that it had like all of these variables <laughs> like all together that I was just like, I can't do this again. Mm -hmm. So I digress. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I have some trivia. Oh my gosh, I always forget about this and I can't stand when it comes. Uh, I mean, hey, hey, great, uh, trivia. Trivia! Yay! I got some trivia for Alex, but because we're in an Epcot episode, it is Epcot trivia, which you might like, right? Okay, okay, you ready? All right, so first question. Why is it always me? Yes, first question. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, who else am I going to ask? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, the Land Pavilion yes. in Epcot. Yes. You love the Land Pavilion. Okay. All right. Who sponsors the Land Craft. Pavilion? Craft! Okay. I'll give you half credit on that. I'll give you half credit. Kraft used to sponsor the Land Pavilion. Kraft was the original sponsor. Yeah, I know. That's the only land I recognize. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I don't know the new one. I, I don't know the new one. All I see is okay. Kraft. So, Nestle. Nestle. Nestle is the sponsor of the Land Pavilion. Uh, Kraft was the original sponsor, but Nestle's the current owner. So, half credit. Yes. That's pretty good. Just and like in school. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Question number two. We are in the Imagination Pavilion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? So in the Imagination Pavilion, there is a waterfall. Are you familiar? You have to be. Like right by Figment, there's like outside of Figment, there's this huge waterfall. Sort of, yeah. Okay, what is unique about the waterfall in the lamp? I mean, the Imagination Pavilion outside of Journey to Imagination. Okay, because it's in Florida, it has uh, it has no gators in it. That is what's unique about that water. 
hasn't been proven. <laughs> <laughs> I have no, no idea. I have no idea. So the waterfall in the Imagination Pavilion outside of Journey to Imagination with Figment, the waterfall flows upward, not downward. So if you look at it, the water's going up, well, which is pretty cool. Then you said that incorrectly. How did I say it incorrectly? You called it a waterfall. It's not a waterfall. It's a, wa a water rising? Yeah. <laughs> what is unique about the water rising? Yeah. <laughs> That's the answer. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been helpful. Uh, okay. So for those listening, yeah, the water feature in the Imagination Pavilion, the water goes upward, which is pretty cool. All right. This question is a doozy, okay? Mm -mm. <laughs> How many countries? 13. Or pavilions? 12. Are there located in Epcot's World Showcase? Holy cow. All right, hold on. Can you let me finish the question? Oh my before gosh. Before you answer. How many countries? If you need to like use your fingers, well, use your duh, fingers. I'm already using them, but. Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna have to edit out how long it took me to answer this. All right, go okay. ahead. You can mm -hmm. talk it out, talk it out. Mm -hmm. No, say mm -hmm. them out loud. Say them out loud. No, because if I say it wrong country, I don't want to sound like an idiot. <laughs> no, say them so I can like make sure you got them. No, I'll just give you the number. Do it. <laughs> no, because you're gonna confuse yourself. Well, if you keep Same. talking, I'm gonna get confused. Say the countries. No! <laughs> I can't even do it now. <laughs> no! <laughs> so there's Mexico. Mm-hmm. I always go the Mexico way. Me too! The three caballeros. There's, there's other people who go right into the countries and in canada and those are the incorrect people and i'm not friends with those people no but always go left go to mexico by the way thank you so mexico canada ah! <laughs> darn china i fell right into that one china japan uh is it morocco yes uh, Germany, France, America, America, and I can hear somebody yelling something else, but I can't remember anything else after that. So that was eight that I There's got. There's three more. Really? Okay. Holy cow. All yeah. Right, hold on. Hold on then. Uh, Italy? Is Italy? Yes. One? Yes. Italy. Come on, you're the Epcot guy. You got this. Wow, don't put that on me. <laughs> now, is, is, Do you hit? is UK one? Yes! UK. Yeah, one more! And then. You can tell the order in which oh. I actually go to the countries. <laughs> it's like UK is one. Bro, you're all over the place, man. <laughs> it's like... Well, that's how I go. It's like Mexico first, then Canada. Then. <laughs> That's why it takes me 20 hours to get through Epcot. Alex, right, we want to go. go. 
We got one more. Uh, one more. This is the oh, one. You have it. This is the one I never go to, probably. Uh, if I give you a hint, you're gonna get it like right away. Well then, don't, don't, don't. Let me see. Let me try. Ten more seconds. Uh, Start the clock. I can't do two things. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't picture it. Let me know when you want. You want to? Oh wait, Norway. Phone a friend. Norway. Yes. What am I thinking? Yes! Norway was like one of my favorites as a Maelstrom. kid. Maelstrom. Wow, I can't believe you I got that. it. I can do that, but I can't do the the dwarfs. You can name eleven countries, <laughs> but you can't name seven dwarfs. No. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yay! I'm so happy for you. You passed that one with flying colors. Finally, Alex. Norway. Awesome. Though Norway, I used to love. I actually did a report on Norway in seventh grade because of Epcot. I remember that specifically. Loser. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry that I like to study and learn things. Which, again, oh was the gosh. original purpose of Epcot Center, but they lost that purpose. Oh, my God. Ah, hate. All right. That was fun. Let's have fun. Let's do rides that are fun, fun, fun. We don't want to okay. learn nothing. So I need to stop this show before Alex gets angry again. Now, put your hand down. All right. So... Again, like always, we want to hear from you. Please talk to us. We get very lonely. <laughs> Are you guys team green or team orange? Team horizons or team mission space? Have you got on both? Have you got on none? Have you got on one? We want to hear what you have to say. So find us on our socials or comment down below. And like always, you can email at us at that really swell podcast at gmail.com. Subject line Alex got me angry because, and we'll what? find it and we'll respond back. <laughs> and as always, as a typical YouTuber would have to do, if you like what you hear, please subscribe, subscribe, like the video, hit the little notification bell, click here, and click so you there. don't click here. Wherever it is, there, wherever it is on your screen, click that notification bell so you don't miss an episode. Ah, oh, man. It was fun. Did you have fun? I did have fun because the trip we talked it's about Horizons. It's an Epcot episode. Epcot. Alex. Epcot. Epcot. Oh, Epcot. Center. Yeah. Please, you want to see more of this? <laughs> No, it, it's actually, it's actually. Wait, no, it's this way. It's the other way. It's this way, way after yeah. the edits. That's right. Yeah. You want to see more of this Epcot, guy? Epcot, <laughs> center, Epcot. Please, please subscribe, like. It helps us grow and we can do more of this, which we know you guys love to see. So <laughs> thank you so much for watching us and tuning in. And remember, whatever you do, 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 it swell. Swell. Do it 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 swell.